Welcome back to Blake's Take, everyone. Hope you're having a great day. And the NBA playoffs has been something else this year. LeBron going out in the first round. Dame losing after scoring a one of the best playoff performances in NBA history with 55 points. The New York Knicks even being in the playoffs in the first place. But if you would have told me that the this Brooklyn Nets squad that was assembled early in the season with James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant would just be eliminated in the second round, and Trey Young would lead the Atlanta Hawks to an Eastern Conference Finals in his first ever career playoff run, I would have told you you are crazy. Well, I guess this season, the unexpected is just expected. Starting off in Brooklyn, Game 7. Kyrie is out, but KD and Harden are in. But more importantly, Giannis Antetokounmpo and Chris Middleton were full health ready to come at the Nets. Well, let's just, let's just get to the two of the top 10, top 5 players in the world went going head to head on each other with each having 40 point games, making this one go down to the wire. Each team brought their best energy with each team and each star matching one another with KD and Giannis, each scoring 33 to the first three quarters, leaving it a one-point game going into the fourth. Still tight with less than 10 seconds left. Bucks inbound to Brooke Lopez, who doesn't realize how little time was left on the shot clock, which forced a turnover after a shot clock violation, giving the best player in the world one more opportunity to make something happen. Clock winding down now. Katie backs up on PJ Tucker. Turnaround three for the win. He got it for the win. Brooklyn wins. They're going to the conference finals for the first time since 2003. But wait. The tip of KD's foot was on the line, which meant this game was going into overtime. The first game seven to do so in 15 years. With a minute left in OT, game is tied 11-11 apiece. Katie gets blocked by Brooke Lopez on the drive, and Joe Harris then bricks a three. Chris Middleton then followed it up on the offense with a turnaround jumper in the paint, which put the pressure on Katie once again for one last shot. Durant on Drew Holiday this time does virtually the same move, but this time the ball didn't even reach the rim as an air ball. Ends the injury-studded Nets, who had very high expectations for this season. The man, KD, emptied the tank, playing all 53 minutes, scoring an NBA record 48 points in a Game 7. But sometimes, even when you give you all, your all, it's still not enough, and the experience and chemistry of the Milwaukee Bucks just proved that to be true. As much as you want, may want to say, and may not want to believe it, the Nets simply just got outplayed. Everyone pretty much did their job playing their role. Yeah, you can say Harden did shoot poorer than usual, but he still almost managed to get a triple-double on that one leg as he confirmed that he was playing through a ha hardcore hamstring injury. And he was a presence for 53 minutes as well. It was a back-and-forth game, hard-fought. But the Bucks stuck to their game plan. And Katie said it best. We got good looks in, uh, there in overtime. We just didn't knock them down, Durant said. Respect to the Milwaukee Bucks and how they prepare. How they challenged us all series and made adjustments all series. We've got nothing but respect for the ball club. And as they should, the Bucks will now appear in their second straight, second conference finals in the past three seasons against 
the five seed young and raw Atlanta Hawks team who just managed to pull off the upset over the regular season Eastern Conference champion Philadelphia 76ers in another game seven of an exciting series. Ice Trey was cold as ice shooting in this one though, as he was just 5 of 23 from the field. But as he does so well, he got his teammates involved and himself involved in other ways as he was hitting his teammates with his 10 assists. It's amazing to just watch the way he can find his teammates. Unbelievable passing ability for Young. He's only 22 years old. Even with the rough night, Young still managed to come in the clutch with a big three just in front of the logo to make it a six-point game. They would ultimately hold on as the Hawks advanced, leaving the Sixers fans disappointed yet once again in their hometown team. And it looks like their trust in the process has finally ended. The process that has been labeled the title for the rebuild of the Sixers franchise, tanking for Markel Fultz, tanking for Ben Simmons, and it just all has simply come up and to a close because of that one aspect of both those number one picks games, their shooting abilities, and most recently now, Ben Simmons' shooting ability. He did not take a single, not a single field goal attempt, not even an attempt in the fourth quarter of games four through seven. Three games he takes no attempts. He is actually looking like he is scared to shoot the basketball. You are an NBA all-star. And when you average less than 10 points per game, and you're the number one option at the point guard position for a championship caliber team, it is unacceptable. That is a huge problem. And you are going to have to take it upon yourself in the offseason to develop something because everyone praises you for your external abilities besides shooting and how well you do without the basketball, getting your teammates involved, getting rebounds, being a facilitating point guard. But when you can't be a threat from one of the most important aspects of the game in scoring and shooting, then it really limits your options of what you can do offensively and what threat you can become for a defense. So Ben Simmons is going to have to work real hard this offseason to up his market value once and then also to prove he can either stay in Philly or the more likely scenario where he's going to go in this free agency market. A very, very unfortunate loss in this series to the Philadelphia 76ers who blew that 25-point lead in Game 5 and then Ben Simmons just doesn't show up in each of those games, especially here in Game 7 where he just scored 5 points. So, looks like Embiid will be the center of the new process. Hopefully, maybe they will get something for Ben Simmons, but I honestly don't know what they could get. Probably a trade, maybe maybe here in Portland. CJ, Ben Simmons comes here. We get They get CJ, we get Ben Simmons. We need a forward. And if Ben Simmons can develop a jump shot, heck, that would be a heck of a pickup for us. But that's all I can say on that one. Ben Simmons, if you get a jump shot, you will be probably most likely a top 10 player in this league, and you can maybe crack that top 5 one day if you can just work this offseason on developing a jump shot. But if he can't do that, then he'll remain the stagnant player that he is. 
uh, as far as scoring the basketball because that is what he is labeled now and the Philadelphia fans are not too happy with him and as they shouldn't be blowing this seven game series to the Hawks who are young and free and I'm excited to see them and the Milwaukee Bucks go at it in the Eastern Conference Finals. It'll be a good one to see this young, talented team go up against a chemistryized team in the Chris Middleton at the guard and then Giannis Antetokounmpo, the two-time MVP and Defensive Player of the Year, hoping to punch his ticket to superstardom with the securing that Finals uh, appearance and that Eastern Conference Championship. But you never know with Ice Trey. Ice Trey is a superstar in the making and already has pretty much proven himself to be one. He is on the road to success as well. So it is going to be a great series. Potentially the Hawks even come out with it. Do not even count them out. And Suns and Clippers as well are going on. So it's going to be a great end to the playoffs. We'll, I'll keep you updated on all of it. You can catch it all on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or YouTube. Hope you all enjoyed, and I'll see you all in the next one.